Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. If you enjoy the Creative Control podcast and want to support it with a monthly pledge, please visit patreon.com slash creative control. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash creative control with two Ks. You can pledge $1 a month or $4, $8, $30, $50, $100 a month, whatever you want. There are gifts and incentives to pledge. But more than anything, you can keep the show going. There's no other revenue stream for this podcast. I've been doing it for my own fulfillment and to contribute something to the culture. But I think it's time to see if I can generate some kind of salary from all of this work. So, if you appreciate Creative Control, again, please consider pledging a monthly amount. All of the info you need is at patreon.com slash Control. Thank you. Creative Control with Beesh Comic. I'm very excited for my friend Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels is an author and a music writer. He's been on this show. He was on earlier earlier this year in April on a dual episode with Carl Wilson. His book is Us Conductors. It just, as I speak to you now, it just recently won the 2014 Scotiabank Giller Prize. Congratulations to Sean Michaels. He's a great man. If you haven't been to Said the Gramophone, his blog, his music blog, check it out. And please read Us Conductors. He's been a big supporter of the show. He's my friend. I'm very happy. I'm so happy. I'm still on a high for Sean. So congrats to Sean. Congrats to all of you. <laughs> if you get a chance to read his book, it's really beautiful and wonderful. And check out that episode from April 8th, I believe. I just reposted it on my on the Facebook page for the show because I want to capitalize on Sean's amazing victory. That's what people like me do. On this episode, it's a road trip, so to speak. I don't know how to put it any other way. It's me and Aaron Mangle of Cousins driving around Halifax during the Halifax pop explosion, which I was at a few weeks ago, and uh, struggling to find time for Aaron and I to chat. And he's, he's lived in Halifax for 10 years. I thought if anyone's going to give me a, a cool tour, it might be him. But he was really busy. He was on his way to a thing. So it's me and him driving in his Mercedes-Benz. He's, we occasionally get through a thing where I ask him a question and he answers it. Or you know, it's, it's a little dis, disjointed, this one. But uh, we had a good time. Cousins are a great band. And I love them. And their new album... Uh, halls, the Halls of Wickwire is great, so you're gonna hear a couple. You'll, you'll hear a whole song from that and a snippet. It's good. Uh, this is a good episode, so listen to this. Read Us Conductors by Shawn Michaels. Donate to the Patreon thing, which is doing not so good. I, <laughs> I don't know. That's not. I. It's fine. It, it doesn't matter. Here's the show. Control. 
This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening The Hundred Foot Journey, Skeleton Twins, Hector and the Search for Happiness, One Chance, Mommy, and more. On November 17th, Dr. Andrew Peacock launches his new book, Creatures of the Rock, A Veterinarian's Adventures in Newfoundland at 7 p.m. at the Bookshelf. The vet's name is Peacock? That seems unusual. And on November 12th, Mozart's sister plays the E-Bar. The Bookshelf is an independently owned culture hub located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. For more information about their hours, listings, blogs, and accessibility, please visit bookshelf.ca. Just run a stop sign? No, no, I stopped and then it was my turn. I'm gonna crash into this limo. Uh, who do you think's in there? Oh, definitely Danny Brown. You think so? I saw yesterday a limo pull up to the Atlantica Hotel, and a bunch of people came out, but I didn't know who they were. There's like a there's a couple of track teams staying at my hotel. Do you think it's them? Do you think yeah, that's think, them? The track team? They're all in the limo. This is a a Mercedes. Yeah, it's a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. How do you have a Mercedes-Benz, Aaron? Uh, it's a funny story. You want to hear it? Yeah. Um, so, I've always liked this car, <laughs> and I look for one. And uh, last year, my now... Oh, i got to stop for this guy. There's a thing in the Halifax where you... The pedestrian's rule, right? If you're driving and you see a pedestrian on the side of the road, you got to, like, stop. No matter what the circumstance? You have to stop. And recently, um, I was under the impression that, like, when there's a stop, when there's a crosswalk, you always have to stop. That's like, you stop. If you don't, it's like, it's pretty bad. It's like pretty disrespectful if you don't. Like, if someone was standing there and I just, like, look, just drove right through, you could, you know, you, you could get the finger. It's normal. Like, that's a normal enough practice in most civilized society. But... At the same time, I've, I noticed, like, in, like, Ontario, at a crosswalk, like, the pedestrian, we would just wait till the cars went by, you know? But here, like, the cars will just, ra- there's no stop sign. They'll just stop yeah. as a courtesy to let people go. Look, we're going by the restaurant I was just at. Oh, shit. I, I was at Athens. Sure. How was it? It was good. I got a poached thing, a uh, Benny. Yum. Was it homemade hollandaise sauce? Like I don't I haven't been in many years. I don't know. I don't really eat out too much right. in okay. Halifax. But I imagine you might have a lot of uh, heavy car payments owning a owning a Mercedes Benz. Yeah, it's it's an expensive car to own, and it has its problems. You were telling the story about how you obtained this car. It's a you. What year is it? It's 1985. 
It's the same age as me. Really? You're wow. Yeah. That's that's remarkable. Is that why you like it so much? Or I mean, it's a Mercedes you know, Benz. I mean, I think partly. I don't really like luxury cars too much. Look, these people are going to stop for us. Oh no, maybe not. Um, I like the era a lot. I personally, I don't like the. This is a luxury car. What are some time. of the luxury items in this 1985 Mercedes? Well, it has uh, like power windows and locks, but the power locks are actually like controlled by a vacuum system, uh, which I don't really know what the benefits are. I think it's just that it's fancy and it has like a hydraulic suspension system that's supposed to be really great, but it's actually broken right now. So um, I would, if I had, if I could do everything I wanted to, I would just get rid of all the luxuries and it would just be more like a truck because it's like a tough it's a very tough vehicle that's why i like it it's a benz wagon which is uh that's like the higher end of utilitarian vehicles frankly uh no one really i don't really see too many i guess the suv is the new you know utility vehicle for people who have money they're not even very large like we rented one recently and we were like oh check it out like an suv we're gonna have so much room and then we put our stuff in and it was like it was like smaller than that Honda Fit, I think. Right, right, yeah. Okay. We're gonna right. take a break. No, we're not taking a break. I'm gonna bring this with me. What are we doing? We're Where are go we? To the liquor store. We're gonna get some beer. Oh man. All right. Can you I, put that I on disapprove. The air? Yeah, of course I can. Why? Why not? All right. So. Disapprove? Nah, I don't disapprove. I'm just not much of a drinker. I mean, I don't drink. I don't want to fill you with dogma on my show. I just, I'm not a drinker, so I. I, I just want to mention that to you for some reason to make you feel bad because um, that's what righteous people do. We're not just going, we're just going to the liquor store to get beer because we're going to have a show at my house later and we're going to sell beer at the show. Oh, are you allowed to do that? No, of course not. Why are we talking about it on my show then? Because it's, it'll be, have already happened by the time your show goes on, right? Can't they retroactively bust you for that? I don't know. Do any liquor inspectors listen to your show? Probably not. All right, I'm going to go in first here. I wonder if they're going to mind that I'm... Well, they're not going to care. So who's playing your show today? Um, Joyful Talk, uh, John McKeel, and Free Love Fenner. You know, I'm supposed to talk to Free Love Fenner later today. Earlier or later? No, I think later. We're going to talk. We're going to do the same thing. We're not going to do... I haven't had someone in a different city take me on an errand, really, on the show before. This is a nice liquor store. Oh, it's new. Recently revamped. Okay, now we're in like a freezer, a fridge. We're in a fridge. What are you getting? I'm gonna get Boxing Rock. It's a beer from Shelburne, Nova Scotia, which is uh, incidentally where my uncle Wally is from. He didn't make this beer, but um, it's good. How many are you getting? I'm gonna get four packs of six. Actually. I can't help you because I'm carrying all this stuff. All of them. We're just going to sell them at the show for cheap. This is a good enterprise. How often do you do house shows? Uh, we did one. And then it also turned into like a comedy. There was a comedy set. And so we had, um, we thought maybe we'd do like a comedy night. We have some friends that are into comedy. Because comedy is becoming more popular now. <laughs> no, no, like. No, like I mean, it has been more. Because like, people have bands because they're like, oh, I can do a band because anyone can start a band. Also, People are realizing they could also, anyone can be a comedian. Well, not anyone. Anyone can be a band either, but you can start it. Yeah, I think that comedy is important. People enjoy humor. Wow, I'm amazed that you carried those five boxes of beard all the way to the front here without any assistance. That's amazing. I carry gear for a living. Yeah. Not gear, gear. are Are you actually from Halifax? No, I'm from the Annapolis Valley. I'm from Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Which is how far away? About an hour. Yeah. And what brought, what brought you to Halifax? University. What school did you go to? I went to the University of King's College for a couple of years. Journalism? No, I should have. Yeah. No, you shouldn't have. It's crumbling. What, what did you go, for there, go there for? I don't know. I did this like program of philosophy and literature called the Foundation Year Program. And then I did a year of contemporary studies, which is, I don't know. Like, what does that even mean, contemporary studies? Can that be anything? It's like, it's philosophy and literature from essentially the common era or like our common era like the last 150 years yep how much what i get id'd at the liquor store because of your haircut i don't know because he looks under 30 
You gotta be, you gotta be 30 to get alcohol here? No, 19's illegal drinking age. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't, she doesn't want to be on the show. Sorry, it's just for a podcast, don't worry. 19's illegal drinking age, but... Under 30. No. I'm sorry, wouldn't it make more sense to ID if you looked under 19? I'm just confused about why, if it's 19, why would you have to look more than 30? I don't understand. Do you know? That's our guideline to who we ID. Oh. Our policy is if you look under 30 years of age, you will be ID. But the legal drinking age here is 19. Okay. It's like a buffer. It is a buffer. That's a huge buffer, though. It's an 11 year buffer. Oh. Recorder employees. Okay. Don't record me. Oh, okay. I'm not allowed to record the employees. Okay. No problem. That young woman is not happy with the recording. No. Okay. Thank you. Did I get? Are you in trouble now? No. Because I don't live here. I. They, they can't do anything to me. You're really gonna. Okay. You're gonna carry this all by yourself. I feel very lazy. Well, you have to carry that microphone. I know. Well, I'm recording the show. It's okay. Um, well, that didn't go as well as I wanted. They were upset. I haven't upset anyone. It lasted quite a while, I think. What Usually you're not, I, you're not even allowed to wear a hood in a liquor store. A hood? Like a hoodie? You have a hood on there, like, take your hood off. Sir. Is that like an anti-clan thing, or like, what, what is that? It's like, the, um, because people with hoods make crimes. <laughs> I thought we all learned that that isn't a thing <laughs> recently. The legal drinking age is 19. Why the hell are they checking under 30? That didn't make any sense. The logic didn't make any sense. By the way, that security guard looked like she was 13. I know. She shouldn't have been in there. That's the that's the uh, the irony of it. Is usually the people that are IDing you look they're like f- fresh out of uh, security guard community college. Well, that was kind of odd. I didn't mean to upset anyone. I just we we're having a conversation. I thought it would be good to What your Mercedes doesn't work, does it? You couldn't even open the door. You unlocked it and it didn't work. All right, do you Okay. You get All right. So you got the beer. The beer. It's a spacious car. I like this car. I wish you 85. You should have come with me. Uh, I drove all the way to Toronto last week. Why? What for? Well, for a show. And, uh, I didn't really have to drive, but I wanted to go to Quebec, to uh, Chelsea, Quebec, outside of Ottawa. You know that area? Uh, I don't know. Uh, is that near Wakefield or something? It is near Wakefield, yeah. So my girlfriend... Her parents are from, live in Chelsea, and she was staying there, and I went to visit them. Is your girlfriend from here, though? Well, she lives here. She, li- she lives here, but, but she's... she's from Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's... Anyway, it was like a... Do you often use this as a touring vehicle, though? This, that's unusual. We've used it a couple times, but we used it last winter, and uh, excuse the sound. I like the sound. I can't say I like the sound. I, th- I think you were excusing the sound because we were on the show, but I would just meant I like sounds like that on the show. It kind of, uh, maybe it, uh, oh good, we have, to- we have, we got time. Wait, what happened? We're in good time. Oh, oh right, because you got to be somewhere at what time? 2.15. Okay. you got to be at a weird, weird the gathering. Isn't you- it, isn't it two, no, what time is it? Your, your Mercedes says it's 12.07, that's not right. No, it isn't. <laughs> Anyway. No, there's a good. clock up here that I think is... Oh, no. No, you're right. That's where it says... Why does it say that up there, too? Oh, yeah, look at that. You've got an analog clock and a digital clock in this thing. Look at this. Do you think this car... I mean, it vaguely reminds me of Back to the Future, probably because it's from the same year as the movie. Uh, it's yeah. got kind of similar gauges. And, uh, as the DeLorean? A little bit. Yeah. Not as fancy. What's the era, I think. Yeah. I think it's the era. I think the era is something that I'm comfortable with. Well, it's the year of your birth. It's probably comforting on many levels. Yeah. Do you ever roll up in the fetal position in your car? Uh, well, I did go camping in it last week, and uh, it was quite cold, and I slept in the car. There you go. And so I was, in fact, in the fetal position. <laughs> 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 to stay warm. This car may have birthed you somehow. That's but interesting. It did that morning. It did, it did birth me. So you're from Wolfville, and, and uh, how long have you lived in, in Halifax? Uh, for 10 years now. Yeah, it would, 10 years just this past September. Okay, so you're, oh boy, what is this thing doing? It's always just a garbage truck. It looks like it's going to hit everything. That is garbage truck. I hope they're okay. You guys have four re's here. We have reduce, reuse, recycle, responsible. We don't have that in Ontario. We stop at recycle because that's enough. 
That's uh, responsible. That's good. I'm, it's not a sentence, but for some reason I feel like responsible should be conjugated differently. Responsibility? Yeah. I think it should say responsibility. Yeah. This place sucks. Responsibility should be at the, fir- at the beginning, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Anyway, uh, what was your upbringing in Wolfville like? Wait, is Wolfville near Liverpool? No. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to picture where it is. Liverpool's on the south shore, like past Bridgewater. Past yeah, nah, Bridgewater is where I often go when I go to Sappy Fest. We have friends who live in or have a cottage in Bridgewater, so we would often go there to hang out uh, before Sappy. What are you looking at? Just looking around. Okay. Anyway, I thought there was something you had a. I thought that was my friend's car. Oh. Okay. That was Jay Crocker's car. Jay Crocker from um, where is he from? Isn't he from out west? Yeah, he's from Calgary. And he and uh, his partner Johanna moved out here a few years ago. They live on the South Shore. Oh, weird. In a place called Crowstown. That's weird. We were just talking about the South Shore. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, uh, so what was your time in uh, Wolfville like? It's hard to say Wolfville for me. I said it right that time. How did you say it before? Like Wolfville? Wolfville? <laughs> I can't say your place. Anyway, what was that like? What was it like growing up in Wolfville? Well, it's like a, it's a small college town. The the university, which is called Acadia, uh, like doubles the population of the town. Uh, and the, I think the population total is probably between six and seven thousand people. It's very small. Oh, I can go right. Um, what are you doing? Am I, 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 you know, I, I'm asking. I'm I, asking a question. I know. I'm uh, sorry. I'm, this must be. Is this hard to do an interview while you're driving? It's. It must be. Obviously, it's distracting. Well, I've never done it before, but I usually am talking when I'm driving, so it shouldn't be more difficult. I just usually don't have a microphone in the car. There's Meg and uh, Casey. They play in a band called Bad Vibrations. You know that band? I've heard of that band. Also, a band called uh, Husband and Knife. I don't know that I've heard that band. Hey, we're close to my hotel now. Where are we going? We're going to go to the Kyber now. We Kyber? We take a little bit of a roundabout route because we got some street closures. Okay. The Ky- isn't the Kyber in some... We haven't answered this question about Wolfville, but is, just very quickly, isn't the Kyber in some danger of closing down? Yeah, well, so the, the Kyber building... The Kyber is kind of two things. It's the building called the Kyber, which is where it's been where it's lived for I think its entirety like since it started I think it's been in the same place but I, I could be wrong but for as long as I've known it's been on Barrington Street in an historic building that's owned by the city and then leased to the Kyber um, I don't I think at a fairly reduced rate based on like real estate rates because it's like a cultural place and the Kyber is like an arts hub they do like lots of gallery stuff and music yeah it's a it's a an artist-run center, and they do, um, they have a board, they do, they have gallery exhibits, they have workshops, uh, and then there's, like, also, like, informal music programming that isn't officially on their mandate, but it's just sort of, like, part of, like, a volunteer and, like, outreach strategy that's become pretty important to the Kyber's workings, even though it's, I don't think, as of now... Music is on the mandate of programming at the Kyber. I, uh, the, the Kyber is sort of famous because Joel Plaskett, his first album was called Down at the Kyber. Yeah. And um, he wrote a song kind of about it yeah. and all that stuff. And I played the Kyber eight years ago um, with a band I was in on tour. Was it in the bar? Yeah, it was okay, like the so first floor. Also, so there was also like the Kyber bar, which is like what that album's about as far as I know, because there used to be a lot more shows. So I'm on Barrington Street on the first floor. It's on the second floor and third floor is like the artist stuff. And the first floor was the bar with the stage and stuff. That that hasn't been going for like four or five years, I don't think. So the bar kind of shut down. I don't know if it was because it wasn't making money or what, but- It I, seemed a little makeshift. It didn't seem like, like it wasn't really a venue. It was just a space. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Charles Austin, who's been on this show before from the Super Friends had his ultramagnetic recording studio, or AKA the mullet up, up top yeah, for a long time. On the, on the, I guess the fourth floor. Yeah. And um, now he has a studio called Echo Chamber. It's not in the same space. 
No, it's um, it's on Kempt Road, in sort of like a little business uh, kind of area. Do you have much interaction with Charles on a professional level? Do you know him? Yeah, we uh, we've been in the studio a few times, and um, but we were working with our friend Dave Ewinson in the studio. Who Dave used to work there, uh, so we haven't worked with Charles on anything other than. Um, well, I see him around and I ask him questions. Like I email him and ask him questions about like equipment and like things because um, he knows a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently we did a video for Noisy or Vice mm-hmm. or both. Yeah, they're kind of the same thing. Yeah, I can't really tell. I don't really. Do you work for them? No, I don't do anything for them. But no- Noisy is, I, my understanding is that Noisy is like more of the, Music. Like the music part? That's kind of the music part of Vice, yeah. Okay, so we did a video with them, and Charles and and Dave Eunson were like the sound technicians on the set for the video shoot. So that's pretty much the only thing we've done with Charles, like, professionally, I guess you could say. Charles, Charles is a sweetheart, and he and I have been texting the last couple of days to try and connect while I'm in town, but... It, He's a dad and stuff, and it's been a bit comp- like he wanted to go to breakfast one day, and I couldn't go. And then nah, 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 nah. anyway, I want to see him. Hopefully, I'll see him. I should invite him to your this house show. Yeah, you should. He would like that. I think he would. Yeah, I'll, I'll send him a text when yeah. we take a break. Wolfville. Yeah. Okay. You want to know the Wolfville? You lived in a college town, but you moved away. Yeah. For school. Yeah, I moved away for school, but I also moved like. I didn't want to go too far because I was playing with a band at the time and they wanted to be like touring and stuff like that. And so I I was planning to go a little bit further away from home to university. I was going to go to uh, Concordia University to study music. And then I decided against it and I, and I went and started studying philosophy, which I have no idea why because I didn't have a particular interest in it before. I guess I just applied, and it got in. There's cold specs. There's cold specs. Should we say something? No. Do you know her? Do you know Al? No, not personally. But I see. I recently we were in. Uh, oh, we got a boogie. You're just running this yellow light here. Oh no! Now it's we got advanced screen. We're good. Oh shit! There you go. Uh, oh, I should have been that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm turning you around in your own city. Just oh, this must one, be a little distracting. It's not even possible. Okay, we'll be there in a few minutes. We're late, uh, right? We'll be late, but it's okay, because we're going to be early. Like, I was trying to be early, so I could, like, make sure I knew what I was going to do. The thing doesn't start till 2.30. We're going to try to aim to be there at 2.00. Are we going to the museum? No, we're going to the Kyber. I'm sorry. We had more time. We could go to the Natural History Museum. I've been there a couple of times. I did a couple of pop talks there. When I was a kid, uh, I had a, my sister and I had a babysitter. You know my sister, right? Sarah Mangle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I knew her because she worked in uh, Guelph at CFRU for a while. In radio. Yeah. What, what's she doing now? She works, uh, she's in Montreal right now. She was in Toronto for a bit, and then she moved back to Montreal where she, where she lived for many years. She's doing all kinds of stuff. She's like, she just finished a coloring book. Uh, she was just working on, she was like doing some postcards for uh, Canada Post. Wow. Um, like solidarity postcards. Uh, Sol- solidarity with what? Like the, because Canada Post, I work for Canada Post. And um, because they're trying to like get rid of door-to-door service. Oh, well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you work. You work for Canada Post. Yeah, I'm a letter carrier. Oh, amazing! That's great. That's a great job. Is that that must be a good job? It's great. Yeah, it's really good. It's exhausting, but it's good because um, I'm away a lot. And yeah, how do you get away with that? Well, I'm a, I'm on call. Like I'm a temporary employee. I'm like the lowest employee they have. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's not so bad because like it's the only job I've been able to keep, because I can go away and they call me and then I'm not available. Okay. And then and then when I am available, I go yeah. And when I'm not, I either don't answer the phone or I just say hey Kevin, like I can't come in today. That's ex- it's exhausting, but it must does it pay okay? The pay is I have never been paid so well in my life. And and you're just walking around bringing people their mail. Yeah, it's really great. I often want to have conversations with mail people, and this is great. I didn't know that you do this. What is like a, what is a particularly unique or odd piece of mail that you may have encountered that you had to deliver to someone? I don't know if you're even allowed to talk about it, given your job, but, because I mean, there's often, you know, there's magazines that might be risque. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Might be the odd package that's weird, but is there something that comes to mind where, like, this particular person seems to always get something a little off? No, but I, I'm often on a different route. It's very rare that I'm on the same route more than, more than like, say, a few days in a row. Often I'm on a different route every day. Can I go this way? You feel, I feel like you've oh, yeah, taken yeah, a very circuitous there. route. To Sorry, it's because there's this construction and the, the commons are so big. Don't apologize to me. The commons yeah. are a bit of a nuisance, aren't they? Uh, they're a nuisance to, to driving. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah. just for driving, because it's... For driving. Um, I once delivered a package to a man and, uh, uh, like, an elderly gentleman. And he was like, finally, my weed is here. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. But he was laughing, and he was like, kind of like, gave me a wink, and he was like, you want to come in and have some? And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, I have to keep working. He's like, oh, I'm just kidding. But then he gave me a wink. And I, so I think that maybe he did get a bunch of weed. Do you think he got it in the mail? Is that even legal? Would you not have been able to sniff it? I mean, I guess if it was packaged. I think that it was like if it was packaged. I don't know. I mean, I've never shipped weed before, so I don't know. But I like I I assume that I know that it happens. I've heard oh man. People receiving it in the mail like in a large quantity that's right that's pretty good yeah I'm, i've got to work on this i really want to talk to because it's a dying sort of Oops. uh vocational form i kind of do want to i feel like we should be talking to mail carriers i bet mail carriers have the most interesting insights uh, man, and I, stories about people if you were if you're going to be here longer i could introduce you to some but you i mean we're where you live, there are also mail carriers, so... Well, for the time being, like, as you say, it does seem to be something they're phasing well, out. That was not a bad parallel park. It wasn't bad, considering that we're doing an interview. Yeah, I thought it was good. Where are we? Oh, we're, we're not near the Khyber, are we? Yeah, yeah, this is the Khyber now. Oh, it so, moved! Oh, yeah, okay, we didn't... We haven't really been able to finish any of our... <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's fine. So the Khyber had to move? Okay. It had to move? So it's not even... It, when I played the Khyber and went to it, it was downtown, right? It's yeah. So now it's... See, the vacuum is supposed to lock this now. Oh, yeah, you got the vacuum thing. It's not, oh, it's sort of working slowly. What? Did I do... What? Was I supposed to look at something? No, no, I don't worry about it. Oh, it, like, slowly locks? That's a weird... pulls the locks down. When, the, when, uh, when this car was purchased, the guy who uh, sold it to us was like, check this out. And for some reason that was cool to me, but I don't know why, because you just push the button down, it's easy. Does it clean the car, the vacuum? No. Not that kind of vacuum, sorry, Aaron. I make a lot of dumb dad jokes, you know? I think, I think I've think i always made dumb dad jokes before I was a dad, you know? I didn't see that one coming. Okay, oh, there's Marie, okay. So I'll tell you, so the driver had to move because um, they were doing renovations in the building. There's also like, a, there's also other tenants, but um, they were doing a um, next door. They tore down a building, and they're building and putting up a new building. And in doing so, disturbed some asbestos in the Kyber building, oh. which they knew about. But as you, know, I'm sure you know, asbestos can be left where it is. But if it's disturbed, then you're obligated to like. Yeah, yeah, you got to do stuff with it. Yeah. So then they were like, "Oh, we got to do all this other shit. We got to like. Now we got to do. Now we got to inspect the whole place. And they were like, "This place has, and now we got to." The city owns it, so they're obligated to, like, deal with it. 
And oh. so they said like, Kyber, you have to move out while we deal with this problem. And then while after they they said like, no, you can, you know, you'll be able to come back in and everything, no problem. We just have to deal with this asbestos and you'll be back in. Then they handed them an eviction notice like after that, which is like kind of cruel. You think that it was a ruse? Is the feeling that it was some kind of scam? I don't know. I don't. I think it'd be. I think so. But I mean, like, kind of doesn't make a difference. Like, I think that they, like, either way, they kind of, they don't, they don't care. So whether the, or not the they city made, doesn't care. Yeah, whether or not they, they, whether or not they were like being deceitful in, in doing so. I mean, I think that they were being deceitful. But I think that if, even if they weren't being deceitful, they're being incompetent. Yeah. And so either way, it's bad. Yeah. But, um. And then they said, and then the report came out that said that the Kyber building was on a, a list of. Uh, what they call surplus buildings for the city that the city owns because of course it's not in use because it can't be in use because it needs to be cleaned out they're like oh this building is surplus and it's costing us money so we should get rid of it so then they were like going to sell it and then there was like a big campaign to like to you know prevent that from happening so council didn't vote to sell it which is good now it's like city still owns it and then it's supposed to be you know they said that the Kyber will be given the lease back once the renovations are done. Oh, so they'll hopefully be That's moving. What they say. Yeah, well, obviously it'd be That's hard to trust say, them at this they point. They already said before that, like, they were going to, you know, they, they also said before there was just going to be, like, uh, they were going to do the renovations and then they were going to move back in. So it's like, it's going to, there'll be more lies to come. <laughs> okay. All right. Do we got to go in there? Yeah, you got to, uh, we got to set, I don't know if we'll have to take a break I yet or not. Introduce you to more people that can give you better answers on No, 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 no. I don't. Well, you can. Thanks. Yeah, it's so good. Thanks so much. Okay, good. There's tea. Do you know Vish? Oh, hi. I'm I'm Vish. Sorry. I'm Hannah. <laughs> hi, Hannah. Sorry, I only communicate with people by pointing microphones in their face. <laughs> cool. uh, I'm just doing a thing with uh, Aaron here, so oh, we're getting a little tour of Halifax. Let's go in. While he did some work. Yeah, Nice meeting you, Hannah. You too. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Vish. Hi, Vish. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Too. Okay, so. W- Wait, is this an outdoor? What is this space? We're going through like a little tunnel, but oh. it's just a tunnel. There's some kind of indoor shelter. This used to be like a dance studio. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like dancing. Yeah. And, uh... This is kind of like the in, interim Kyber location. Right. You were saying. So we don't know how long it's going to be here. Oh, it seems nice. It seems nice. It's boomy. It's a little boomy. I like it. Okay, so what do you have to do right now? Um, the, the Weird Canada is like holds discussions at festivals like this, sort of like as an alternative. Well, not specifically as an alternative to like the conferences, but an alternative. Conjunction? In no, not in conjunction because it's not really related. You know, it's like not part of the media conference or like the stuff, but it is like, and it's you know you can see it's also not at the hotel or wherever they have those conferences. Um, should I notion to Aaron to come over? Yeah, maybe should we get Aaron to come over yeah. and see if he wants to explain what's going on? Yeah, yeah, that would be better. Well, I mean, you're both named Aaron. Yeah, so you can just be like, we're still talking to Aaron, and all of a sudden Aaron knows more about this event than Aaron does. Um, How yeah. does it feel to be surrounded by two Aaron celebs, Vish? It's weird. It's a little weird. But uh, it's good. I like it. This is, so Aaron Levin, you are, what do you do? Uh, Another thing. Uh, a long time ago, I founded a website called We Are Canada. And that's, uh, now I'm a mathematician, but I also do a little bit of Weird Canada as well. Right. So today, Aaron Mangle and I have been doing a little errand tour. Oh, he, is, the beer's not for this. Oh, the beer's no, for no. the house show. Yeah. So anyway, he's just been taking me to do illicit things, basically. Uh-huh. And now we're here. He's got to help you do something with this gathering you've planned. Yeah, so uh, uh, the executive director of Weird Canada, Marie Flanagan, she organizes these uh, things called Weird the Gathering. And they're uh, an opportunity for people to get together and talk about sort of like barriers they're facing the DIY and emerging and experimental music community. And so we've done... Th- two of them in Halifax and so what we did was we compiled a list of the questions and things people brought up at the previous ones and then we invited people like Aaron Mangle and, and, and other people other celebrities to uh, come and talk and address these points so I, I, am not, I don't know what Aaron's going to talk about um, oh he doesn't know either so it's you're actually going to oh you're talking I thought you were setting stuff up nope no you're not at all you're just here to be at the thing yeah I'm here to like to just uh, 
do whatever I can at the panel. Okay, cool. And I've done a couple before. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, this one, the format is a little bit different. So I don't know if I'm quite prepared, but we'll just see. I've, I'll be able to answer a couple questions if, you know, here and there. Okay. It's a very, yeah. it's a very mellow thing. Uh, we'll ask you some questions, Vish, because you, you used to promote some shows in Guelph, and yeah. uh, you have some expertise in this area. I still kind of do. I do sometimes. Yeah. Not as much, but yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to participate. Now, um, did you tell me what, why you left Wolfville for Halifax? Yeah, to go to university. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Levin. Yeah, nice to have you on the show. Uh, cool. yeah. uh, what show is this? It's my Creative Control podcast. Oh, yes, Creative Control. That's right. It's a little drop for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Creative Control. Anyway, uh, cousins. Let's just quickly ask you about cousins. What's going on with cousins? <laughs> okay, so we just finished. Uh, we've been touring since like May. I guess we were touring in the winter too, but since May till like last week, we were touring most of the time or at least part of the time coming and going a lot uh, and we're both exhausted and we don't want to go anywhere anymore so the other day I came home and I'm not going anywhere for like I don't have any plans to go anywhere for like at all I don't have any plans to go anywhere Was it the longest tour you've ever done? No it was not no it wasn't it was like the tours were kind of short it was like three weeks in May three weeks in June a couple weeks in August three weeks almost a month in September it's kind of grueling. Like another couple of weeks in October. October has been like kind of more grueling because it's just been like back and forth. Like almost like every two weeks we're like away for five days or something. And that's kind of worse because you kind of can't really get in the zone. Where does Lee live? In Sackville, New Brunswick. Oh, so you're not even in the same city? No. Okay, that must be weird. And, it, and uh, how's your record doing? I don't know. I mean, is it being received well and all that? And when did it come out? In May, it came out in May. May. I think it's doing well. It's, I don't really know how to tell, because we just mostly deal with how it's... I, we, I mean, it got some reviews that are good. The <laughs> reviews have been favorable. Yeah, that's good. Like, they've all been positive. Not much, not, not much in the way of, like, criticality, but it, I know that's a lot to ask. Well, a couple of years ago now, we were both in St. John's, for the Lanya Vanya Music Festival and I asked you questions about the album when I think it had been done you just hadn't released it yet for yeah. various reasons you were saying that it was really heavily influenced by your late grandmother that's right is that still, is that, that's still true and how, yeah. how did she inspire the record uh, well she was when we were like when I was writing it and when we were recording it actually when we were recording it that was in 2012. She had just passed away, like a month and a half before. And so most of the writing had been complete, but it was kind of like a lot of the writing sort of came about, uh, like writing about the experience of, uh, of she was like developing dementia. And so the conversations with her, like the last year or the last six months in particular of her life were like pretty strange. And she was becoming like really lucid and really like expressive, like much more expressive than I'd ever, than I'd ever witnessed. So it was quite amazing, but also quite strange. Kind of like, uh, kind of like dreamlike. But she was like, yeah, so that's how it was inspired anyway. Yeah. Okay, and how, uh, first of all, I'm sorry that you lost your grandmother. She was obviously someone you cared about very much. Uh, how did that lucidity, how did that, end phase of her life kind of man how does that manifest itself in these songs are there particular uh, well, like direct direct um, like a, many of the lyrics are like from conversations with her or a, a few of the songs in particular are like almost entirely just her words sort of uh, recompiled and um, you know some put in like different contexts to like create a narrative of course and some are from like conversations that my sister had with her and then relayed to me so they're like they're not like direct quotes but they're some of them are some of them are direct quotes some of them are just sort of based on conversations with her and some of them are like um, just sort of like uh, imaginings on like like based on things that she said sort of trying to like imagine like what she was going through because she was pretty closed but then when she was getting dementia she just like started opening up and like saying kind of like freaky stuff and that was really amazing because like it was sort of like the last six months I got to know her like way better than any other time 
It's interesting. I want to ask about some of the freaky stuff, but can we? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can we? Can we go back to your car for a sec? Like just for a yeah. second. I know you got to do this thing. It just—it was a bit loud, and I also want to put this away because we're sort of wrapping this up. I don't know if. Do you think I'll get to talk to Lee from Cousins? I think you could talk to her this afternoon. Yeah. I'd like to talk to oh, her are you too. Around tomorrow? No, I'm. Well, I'm no. I'm leaving for. I'm back. I'm on a plane. In the morning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, do you have her hey. phone number? I don't know if I have her phone number, actually. <laughs> I don't think I do. Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. Ben from PS yeah. I Love You. We're just recording a podcast. You know, you were supposed to be on the show. Really? Well, I, I, I was hoping you and Paul would be on the show. I'm on the show now. How's it going? I'm not going to, I don't know. Good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> this guy tonight, secretly, so. You're doing a secret show with Cousins? Yeah. He's it's not a secret, isn't it? Does everybody know you guys are playing together? I don't know. I'm sure everybody suspects. Yeah. Isn't this the show with you and Bri Webb? Mm-hmm. And Chad? Yeah. It's a secret? Well, we're not listed on the event. Oh, Cousins is a secret. Yeah. Oh, you're not secret. Am I blowing the secret now? No, no, it's fine. Oh, it's not good. I'm sure nobody will be surprised that it's Cousins. This is actually going out live <laughs> to the internet somehow. Yuck. Oh, well. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not connected to... He's just looking for my modem. Um, anyway, uh, that's cool. Nice to see you. We're just going to the car. Are you going to this oh, thing? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Is Paul going to be in there? I haven't seen Paul. Your friend Paul? My Paul, yeah. No, I haven't seen him yet. Okay. He was supposed to be there. He's supposed to be at a lot of things. We were supposed to do this thing, and maybe we'll do a PS. Po- Are you sure. around today? Yeah, we're around. Maybe we should do a podcast with PS uh, today. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you see Paul, tell him I want to do it. Okay. I want the two of you on there. We'll do. I'm sure he's in bed right now, but. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. I'll tell him. All right, there we go. Um, what are some of the weird things you're, uh, that you learned about your grandmother? Well, she was sort of, she sort of started to get like psychic. Like, like for real? Well, I don't really know. Like, it, she just seemed like, like we were playing cards one time, and she was like, just, like she was kind of just like, we were playing scat or something. Playing what? Scat? I think it's called Scat. It's not a very good game. I don't know why my dad wanted to play it. And my grandmother was like, this game is no good. Like, she plays bridge. She played bridge. I have bridge. to get in right away. It's okay. I, okay. I just wanted to... She played bridge, which is... I don't know if you play bridge. I don't. It's it's extremely complicated. I never played you bridge. You're very, very smart, and, like, you have to pay serious attention. And, like, you have to be good to play it because, you know, you can't just... It's not like Crazy Eights or something. You know, you got to count in this math, and it's... I don't even know how it works. I get lost playing Crazy Eights. you know? <laughs> um, Look, it's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hey, guys. Come, come, come to me. Hi. Nicole Villanova of Ox is here. This is Aaron Mangle. You guys Hi. hung out yesterday? We did, and Justin from Ox uh, interviewed you in our luxurious hotel suite really nice. the other day. Yeah. yeah. What are you up to? I'm just going to a Weird Canada so, yeah, thing. We were, we were there, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Buying some local goods. You buy some records? Some love records, some coffees. You bought a North of America record. That's awesome. Two copies of it. Why'd you buy two? Well, this is a surprise, but I bought one for a coworker of mine. Sam? Mark Teo. Mark Teo. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. Good. Cut. Is this no, live? No, yeah, no. It's, it's going out. Good joke. It's going out. Uh, yeah. How yeah. are you guys? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're not interrupting. It's nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're just wrapping up. A, Aaron just took me and we ran some errands in Halifax. Oh, fun. You did do it. Yeah, we finally got uh, hooked it up. And I think, I'm hoping to talk to Lee, but I don't know. This seems good. We're learning about <laughs> Lee. <laughs> I don't know if we'll connect with Lee now at this point. So we're having a good chat. I think it's good. And yeah, we got, finish. yeah, okay. I'll see you we'll see you in there. Bye, Nicole. She became psychic and didn't like scat. Okay, so well, she never liked scat anyway because she liked good card games. Scat is a bad card game. And I think my parents thought because she was like getting dementia and she was always confused that like she wouldn't, that like a simple game would be good. I don't know. They played this game and she was like, this game is so bad. And she wasn't paying attention and she was just like putting cards like whenever she wanted. She just like, and we'd be like, no, Grammy, it's not your turn. Like, we'll tell you when your turn is because you don't know when your turn is. And she was like, you know, because she didn't, she was like, this game is for morons. But she won like every single hand, even though she wasn't even paying attention. Like she was like showing me her cards and she was like, which one should I play? She's like, I don't understand like which card I'm supposed to play. And I was like, I don't know. Like. Like, I don't, like, you're winning. Like, I don't know. How to, and she would just look, pick one and just put it down and, like, win every, every time she won. She won every single hand. And I was like, and I asked her, like, how she knew. Uh, oh, this, I mean, this is, this is, like, directly from a song. I asked her what, oh. how she knew. Which song? Body. 
I asked her how she knew, how she kept winning, like how because she she wasn't even paying attention and she was she kept screwing with the order, and she she was just like told me that she could feel it, like she could feel the electricity in the in the air, and that's how she that's how she was winning. And then she laughed and like kind of elbowed me, like it was a joke. But you think it was real? Well, I think that she she actually felt it. She just knew that it sounded ridiculous. She was kind of like at that stage where she was like, I know this sounds crazy, but it's actually what's going on. Wow. Well, she sounds like a remarkable woman, and that, those are remarkable stories to have. I mean, yeah. I can imagine that they might be weird for you, but they sound really cool. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And the title, is that a reference to your grandmother, the name of the album? It is, yeah. She, um, my sister, like, went to visit her a lot in the, the, the home that she lived, which was called Wickwire. Wickwire Home or something. It's like an assisted living, like it's an apartment building. So people have their own apartments, but there's like nurses and people on staff and like, yeah. you know, get them for dinner and things like that. And they have activities and it's a funny place. Kind of looks like a yacht on the inside. Anyway, uh, Grammy was like into mystery novels, like murder mysteries and stuff. She was always reading. I don't actually know the authors that she read, but just paper, like paperback murder mysteries. It's like stuff they had there or stuff she brought? I think stuff that she, she brought. I don't really know where she got them actually. Uh, but she, uh, my sister's a writer, and so she wanted Sarah to write a murder mystery about the home that she lives in because she thought that there was like a murder mystery going on or that maybe that the setting was perfect for a murder mystery. But she was like, you got to write a book, a murder mystery, and call it The Halls of Wickwire. Wow. Yeah. And so then that's the title that we use for the record because... I thought it was an appropriate title as like a tribute to her. But it, there could potentially, if your sister can do it, be a complimentary book? Yeah, Sarah was talking about doing like a graphic novel sort of like, that's like part uh, part of like a, like a fiction, like a mystery, and then also part like um, a story about like Grammy's life. Wow. Yeah. That's Well, that's great. I mean, it's nice when you can take something... Real? Is this the most direct thing you've written in terms of like writing about a family member and revealing sort of familial stuff, or is Definitely. that something you often do? Well, I, it's it's something that I do, but it's not something that I usually do so directly. So it's like an, it's always been an interest of mine, but I haven't I haven't written about it like so specifically. It's usually like more it's usually more vague. Mm. It's usually more just like in metaphor or something. Well, it's cool and touching, and I'm I'm glad for it. And the record's great. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Yeah. Now, is there a song we can play from the... Oh, before we get to the song, actually, what's... So you're not... When I... <laughs> let's start that again. At this point, I would normally ask what you're up to, but it sounds like you're taking a break. Taking a break. Yeah, that's the deal. Uh, yeah, like working on new... There's Paul. Hey, Paul! Hey, Paul, over here! Hey, Paul. You want to do a PS I Love You podcast? You want to do a PS podcast today? Okay, we Ben. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're going too, but we saw Ben. I saw Ben too, so we'll talk to you and Ben. Oh, yeah, we gotta go in there. Okay, we gotta go. Okay. <laughs> Paul, you seem a little disoriented. You seem a little disoriented. <laughs> All right. Uh, what were we just talking about? Break. We're on break. You're on break, and do you have anything plans? Recordings? Yeah, Songs? I was just working on new stuff. Yeah, I've already started. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Now, is there a song from the new record we can play for people to hear? I think you should play Death Man. <laughs> why, why that song? Because um, I think that the others that I would have suggested before have probably been played enough. Okay. Is there something about Death Man you can tell us? Well, it's kind of a, like... I think that it doesn't, it's kind of the, a weird song and I don't know that it comes across so well because it is a little bit like, it's a little bit goofy, uh -huh. like the way that it's structured and also like the, the, the lyrical content um, because it's a very simple story. Uh, but I think it's my favorite song on the record. I think it's the best one. And it's sort of underrepresented. It's the black sheep of the album. In a way, yeah. Okay. I think, judging from some comments on, in reviews, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. So you want to give it a little light here? I want to give it a little light. Okay. This yeah. is Death Man by Cousins. 
Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for the tour and your lovely 1985 Mercedes-Benz. I think we learned a little bit about Halifax. I think we almost answered some of the questions we started to engage with. We got, almost did. Yeah. yeah we yeah. almost completed sentences. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be this way. We're driving around. And uh, yeah, let's go in and do this weird Canada thing. Thank you. And, you know, I like you and I hope everything goes well. Thank you, Vish. I like you too. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, Lee, at this point, I think there's no Lee. No Lee. Okay. No Lee in sight. Tell her I say hi. I know that together, the two of you together and, and with me, it's always fun. Always. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. We'll do it next this time. Was okay. Yeah. This yeah. was good. It was good. <laughs> Thank you. Really good. You're welcome. Thank you. Do you want to put this away? Yeah. Thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at cfru.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.